Welcome to episode 41 of the Kill Rock Podcast. This is a very special midweek episode featuring the new band Traveler. You will recognize the voice of one of the members. It is Wasim Bazi, who has been on this show plenty of times talking about Warp Tour and talking about whatever. Today he is here to talk about his brand new band alongside his new bandmate, Brandon White, Traveler. They have a new EP released tomorrow, March 27th, Volume 1, and we have three of the songs on this episode of the Kill Rock Podcast. And this is one of those songs. This is Wasted Arrows here on the Kill Rock Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. This is Wasted Arrows. Well, we better get famous from this podcast. So You're not. Audibletrial.com slash killrock. You should plug other people's Audible accounts too. <laughs> slash bad Christian slash serial. <laughs> like whatever it is. Any of these will give you a free trial so you don't have to. All right. I'll try twice. If I don't get it, then you have to do it. Okay. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audio book. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> How many tries do you get? <laughs> I said two, but. Okay, here you go. Here's <laughs> Trying to one take this and not laugh. That's the hardest part. Are you reading this top line here? No, right here. Oh, oh I still have the old one too. I think it's the same. Yeah, it is. It is the same. Today's podcast. Okay, that doesn't count. Go ahead. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30 day free trial at www.audiotrial. Damn it. Audible. Audibletrial.com slash killrock. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Audible.com. All right, everyone's everyone's game face on. Okay. Take it away. Welcome to the Kill Rock Podcast. This is a bonus episode 
featuring the band Traveler. And you might know one of uh, the members of Traveler. He's been on this show quite a few times from the newly established broken up band. Good luck, Varsity. <laughs> no? Okay. And <laughs> Wasim Bazi is back on the Kill Rock podcast. But before we get started, you heard his butcher pre-roll. I'm going to do the real pre-roll. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash killrock. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your standard MP3 player. Audibletrial.com slash killrock. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of practice. How are you guys doing today? This is uh, Wasim, and we also have Brandon from the band Traveler. How are you guys doing? What up? What up? Glad to be back. <laughs> Glad to be here for the first time. And Brandon's first time here. Is this uh, Brandon? I'm a you, podcast virgin. I was just going to ask, are you a podcast virgin? I am a podcast virgin. Do you listen yes. to podcasts? Every single day at work. Really? It's what his are, first not, time, so go slow. I, uh, what, are, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite podcasts? My favorite po- I listen to Bad Christian every week, twice Same a week. Same here. Did you just listen to the Aaron Sprinkle episode yet? I Today I just listened to the Aaron Sprinkle episode. Great episode, honestly. It was I, really interesting. It's great. I think Aaron Sprinkle's the worst interview, though. He probably is, but it's just because they know him. So yeah. they talk to him like they don't, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. disregard the fact that people are listening, so they just talk like <laughs> as if they probably would normally. <laughs> they just chit-chat. But it's interesting to hear stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah. But that one, and honestly, Kill Rock, I've listened to a lot since Wasim was on the show. Listen to all of your guys' Warp Tour episodes. Really? Really? Which we need really? to catch up quite a bit. Silverstein. The Wonder Years. Sure. No. <laughs> Silverstein. I honestly have not heard that name in years. They are on Since Warped I was Tour. in seventh grade or something. Warped I don't know. <laughs> no, there's a lot. There's a lot of bands. Like I was surprised to hear some of them, but yeah, we should we should do that episode soon. And I think the only band that we've uh actually, you know, uh we agreed that would be on Warp Tour is the Wonder Years. Everything else is just new bands, weird bands. Yeah. For sure. But we don't need to talk about Warped Tour. We could talk about Traveler. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we rake in the ratings. When did you guys decide to start this project and what is Traveler? Traveler is an idea. <laughs> Traveler kidding. is an idea. No, that's from our video. Oh, Anyways. Man, whatever. You could quote the whole you video. Can, if you you want. can explain. Uh oh well. Um if anybody really wants to know, we do have an introduction video um, to kind of explain our goal here because we're not, uh, I don't know, not to get like too dramatic or emotional about it, but we're trying, and or not to get too cliche or cheesy about it either, but we're trying not to be the run-of-the-mill like rock band. Um, uh, I've been in bands for a long time, and, and, and Brandon has been playing music, especially through church in a long time and stuff like for a long time. And uh, we kind of just uh, don't want to do the popularity chase okay. where, um, you know, um, the whole, hey, check out my band. Like, we're pretty cool. Come check us out at this, like, bar. Um, you know, let's get as many likes as we can on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, which, let's be honest, is the point of being in a band generally. Like, that's what I've always done my whole life, and that's what a lot of bands do. Like, you want the popularity. You want to play in front of bigger crowds and stuff, which – that would be super cool, and we're hoping for stuff like that. But um, the goal really is to uh, kind of uh, impact, I guess. Um, yeah, I think probably we like obviously that popularity and all that stuff is is welcomed, but we hope that it comes through, you know, kind of not so much a you know kind of guilting your friends into liking your page or right. this and that, but more through the people that you get to know and the relationships that you build and things like that. You know what I mean? So, so it's more, I don't know, again, not to sound cheesy, but so it's more organic and not just people liking a page because you told them to, or because right. they feel like they should, because you know what I mean? Like we kind of want the music to speak for, for itself and then be people that people actually enjoy being around, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> now, Brandon, uh, I know I've known Wasim for quite a long time. Uh, so I already know his response to this question, but I want to know from you personally, uh, what are some of the bands that you grew up with listening to? Well, C makes fun of me pretty often because I'm very, um, 
limited person <laughs> in my musical range as far as bands that I grew up listening to. Okay, you have to understand, when my when I was young, my parents only listened to gospel music. And I mean, like, gospel music. The Gaithers, I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah. The Gaithers, that's the only one that can stand out in my mind right now, but... <laughs> When the I Gaithers, you know the Gaithers you know, and uh, the, the Gaithers, the Gaithers. <laughs> no, so so there wasn't a lot of like interesting music in my house, and so it wasn't really until I started hanging out with with people that I went to church with and things like that that I got into other bands and and stuff. And but really, the three bands, and it was the best night of my life when Under Oath had their like their like going away tour. Mm. The three bands that I grew up mostly listening to through middle school and high school, and then still even now, were Me Without You, As Cities Burn, and Under Oath. Yes. And those were the bands. Those were the bands. And I don't know. I Honestly, like, I feel like I get to a point where I'm just tired of looking for good music, which sounds stupid because we're making <laughs> new music. So, like, I, don't, I hope that everybody's not at that same page because otherwise Traveler's going to flop. But But you did play a lot in church, right? I did, yeah. I played. Or you I do mean, and did. I, I did. I did and still do, yeah. Okay. And we both we both play in the same like college group. That's like okay. how we met each other is like through through college group at church and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So those, I mean, honestly, those three bands were like the staple bands for me. I mean, I still there's other stuff that I listen to. I went through like a really like like indie acoustic phase for a while. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That's not the and. End. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. That's, that's uh, my you know. pop filter. Thanks. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. We'll see. Literally use that like every day. Well, enjoy. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. There's, you know, I don't. I can't really. Those were the main bands. All I right. should say. No, and I hope that's not like. Now everyone's gonna listen to our band and be like, "Oh, they just tried to copy them." But no, I honestly think that I don't think from the song that I heard uh, that you guys sent me. Uh, I mean, I can't, I, like I told you guys before, I could hear some Under Oath, but I could hear a lot of other different bands. Um, sure. how many songs, actually, you know what? I should probably ask this first. What is your band lineup? Because I'm going to this fresh, just like my audience is. I don't know anything about your band. What's your lineup? As far as like, who's in it? Yeah. You're looking at them, dude. We well, literally, what do you like, do though? What do you mean? What do you do? Do you play drums and sing, or do you play guitar? We and both sing? literally did everything. No, no. Okay, well, what's it gonna be like? Like if we did it live, yes. I'd be playing guitar and singing. He'd be playing guitar and singing. Okay. We have we have a drummer lined up. Um, we're trying not to pull any triggers until like our first show, right. which you know we don't know exactly when that's gonna be. Um, we're hoping it's gonna be in the next few months, but um, it's 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 pretty much just guitars bass and drums like we want it to be as organic as possible we have a few samples on the on the album um but it's very very uh light on the samples so okay. like um you know but yeah yeah what I, I was like going to say something i was getting that out of the way to say something but i forgot what it was so <laughs> but cool cool interview so yeah who's, for who's whose voice am i hearing in the song then it's both of you guys both of you guys yep I think yeah, I think in that song he takes there were parts like literally where it was like this is just too high for me. You need to sing this with him because he just has a generally higher voice than I do when it comes to vocals. Right. And so I think I only sing the first verse really like lead. Yeah. Yeah, most in, of it is in, probably in my that, in that song. Yeah, yeah, in that song it's mostly me, but but yeah, honestly we do a lot of switching around like even when we recorded the album there's one song that I played drums on, there's two that he did. He did bass when we actually recorded, you know, and then we both did vocals, we both did guitar. Like, so honestly, we bounce around and do whatever's needed, you know. Now, what created this idea? Because I know before we started this interview, I told you I wasn't going to ask anything about Good Luck Varsity, but it kind of brings up a precedence. That's what Good Luck Varsity did. Did you guys come into it with that same idea, or is this something that you kind of just organically picked up? I don't understand. Of that. having the two vocalists. Because, you know, Good Luck Varsity had the three vocalists. Now you guys are kind of splitting the vocals in this band. Well, uh, may I? Go ahead. All right. Truth be told, uh, he was going to do all the vocals on, on it. And I was okay. just like, I'll sing backup whenever possible. Okay. But, like, it was coming down to the wire. Like, we were like, we got to record these songs, like, in a few weeks. We got to finish up these demos, which we put 
so much time into recording demos. Too much time. Like too much time. Like a ridiculous. Like the demos are almost CD quality, but they're not. <laughs> but like we put so much time into it, which in the end we're thankful for. But that's all a side note. Anyway, we were getting down to the wire, and I was just like, "We're running out of time, and we're only meeting up once a week." So I'm just gonna put these tracks down, and then Brandon will sing over them later. And then it was just kind of like, uh, "Well, we might as well keep it this way because it's not, you know, it's not bad." Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So it was almost by accident, really, because I wasn't supposed to sing on, okay. on any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of it where th- this is bizarre, but for for being this kind of intricate of a band, I would say. But this is really my first band ever wow. playing in, as far as like a band. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of it where I was like, Wasim, I'm drawing blanks. I have no idea what to do, like vocally here. I don't know what sounds right here. You know what I mean? So then he was kind of like, like he said well, we need to do this now, so I guess I'll just do it. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, so there's a lot of, like, you know, there's a lot of lyrical ideas that we both helped come up with, and, you know, if I had an idea, he'd help shape it, or if he had an idea, I'd help shape it in a certain direction or whatever, but overall, I mean, it, it worked out, and it was pretty collaborative across the board, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's really strange, too, because uh, we literally sat in front of a computer and wrote all the songs. Like, <clears throat> uh, he, his, your first instrument was drums, correct? Yes, and well, so, like, technically trumpet. Okay. But my okay. first real instrument, I would say, was drums. All right. So, well, <laughs> real instrument, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it probably takes more skill to be good at trumpet than drums. So let's be honest. I agree. I agree. <laughs> it takes a no, lot so more lung capacity, that's for sure. So we're both like actually drummers. Yeah. So when we sit down and we're like, we have this part, we can both look at each other and just go like, I was thinking, boom, ka, boom, boom, ka. Boom, 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 boom. And then the other one will understand that. And then, like, as we're playing the riff, I'd be like, okay, map it out, you know, in some DAW of some sort, and then write to fake drums. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and make up everything as we go. And I think that's why there's a lot of weird, like, timing in these songs. Like, I don't know if you've, like, I, I, you probably, I sent the song to you, like, I noticed certain things, yeah. 45 minutes ago, but, like, there's, like, a bunch of parts where, like, like even though like i i thought of the part or if brandon thought of the part i'm sure you went through the same thing where we had to practice the parts that we had made up that were our own ideas because like when you're not in a circle writing with real instruments it's not what makes sense it's like what would be cool in the long run does that make sense so like i think like i personally think the songs are super strange musically Mm -hmm. um Especially the last song on the album, which uh, is, is has no title yet, but like when we get it, we'll send it to you. But like, literally, I had him play like drums on it. Like when when we, when we talked about drums, it wasn't like who can record what because like I feel like he could have recorded songs that I recorded and vice versa. But like, well, not not really because like I was like, can you record this last song because it is too weird for me. Like I cannot think of like the timing of the drum beat in the in this chorus right so it's almost this like you came up with this so it's probably better that you play it or yeah. like or like totally. it, it's harder for the other person to kind of grasp it because i there's parts that you played that i was just like wouldn't have a clue and those those are the parts where we like look at each other and we kind of smirk and are like this is cool if we don't understand <laughs> if we don't understand it this is cool right so now, are you the drummer that you guys are going to be taking out or playing shows with is he able to pick up on what you guys are doing he honestly came like way like way more along than i thought he was in the amount of time we've only practiced full band like three or four times and um i mean he's he doesn't like have the detail down yet but like i said that's something excuse me that's something we pieced together on a computer right you know what i mean and then had to sit down and learn ourselves before going in to record. So I don't expect somebody to come in and nail it. You know what I'm saying? Especially right. like. Right. But I was pretty present, pleasantly surprised with him, though. Like when he came and played the first time, I, I literally said to him, I didn't think you'd be able to play that part. <laughs> I was like, I did not think you'd be able to. And he just laughed. And, you know, it's cool. So like, like Wasim said, there's details to work out there. But, you know, but overall, he, he's, he's he's all about it. He's. um very excited to be playing with us and to be uh to learn the songs and i think that's what kind of we were looking for the the most because we know a few drummers but like uh we don't really know any that are like 
paying attention to detail or care about the detail. So, like, right. that's our favorite part about them. Now, with you guys, this is actually really interesting, uh, having two drummers basically heading the band, and you guys play the other instruments as well. Um, f- how are your styles of drumming different? Are we going to be able to tell possibly who is playing what on this album? <laughs> I think I think so because um but maybe not so much like because if I'm being honest and I'm sorry if you're uh music like uh kind of sewer with like tones and stuff but like most of our drum sounds are are uh redrummed or you know they pick over like they do in the studios nowadays right. so like it might be a little bit harder but on the demos they were all like natural drums that we recorded with mics and stuff like that and I think you can tell Okay. I don't know. What would you say the difference is, though? I would say the difference is that I have, again, not ever playing in a band, I have never recorded drums. So there was a lot of, like, things that you could play just jamming don't necessarily come come across as, like, crisp as you would want them to in a recording. So there was a lot of stuff where I had to figure out, okay, I haven't played drums on a record before. How do I make this sound good? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so Wasim playing in Good Luck Varsity for years or whatever, you know, like, he had that practice. So I think if you listen to the demos, you'd probably tell some of that stuff where maybe I was a little less confident in certain parts just because I haven't, you know, recorded drums ever. So, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't chalk it up to confidence. I would, I think you're like more of like a, like, I don't know. You ever see those videos that are like every drummer in two minutes or every vocalist in two minutes. And it yeah, like shows Jared all the different words. videos. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's definitely the grooving one who's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know the audience can't see what I'm doing right now, but it's okay. He, he's got this like little, like he's feeling it. And then he's like, I feel like I'm, there's a lot of arms going on. This could yes. come from in high school. I played drums in jazz band. So that the jazzy okay. side of me could come out when I play drums. I don't know. Th- this was all Wasim telling me this. I, I don't know what I look like playing drums. No, so. wa- Wasim answer me this question. <laughs> Does he hit hard? Yeah, I mean, he hits harder than like the normal drummer, I would say, but I, okay. I don't know. And it resonates? <laughs> as hard as me, no, but I was just going to say I'm kind of like the smash and go type drummer. Like You're very Aaron Gilles, whatever his name is. I can never pronounce his name. How did you guys kind of uh, uh, situate like who's going to play guitars and bass and stuff? Well, we each have our own guitar parts, so okay. like he recorded his and I recorded mine. Right, That's and then a I think, yeah, no, yeah, but then as far as like bass and stuff, like Wasim plays bass in our worship band at church. Okay. So honestly, it was just out of a you're you're probably gonna be better at attacking these bass parts than me. Now on the demos, I recorded one bass part, but at, when we recorded the actual album, I said just do it because I don't know that I'm gonna like perform it as well. You know what right. I mean? No. Um, which is oh, yeah. funny because I think bass took the longest to record. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. That's totally yeah. weird. Like usually yeah. bass takes like thirty minutes. Well, it may be because literally we wrote all of these songs around the guitar parts okay. and added the bass later. So there was a lot of attention to the guitar parts. Where when we got in the studio, we knew them front to back. And, and right. bass bass sucks to record because like and you were a bass you were the yeah. bass player of Prozier right. like. It has to be so clean to where, like, guitar, especially in this genre, we can just smash away at the strings and it's fine. Where, like, there was a lot of one-taking with the guitars, but the bass, dude. <sighs> exactly. Bass bass live, you could smash the strings. It's no big deal. But recording, yeah, the string has to resonate perfectly for it to be. And that was something I had to learn. I had to learn to really look at the waves on the uh, on the. Uh, you know, on the software on Pro Tools to be able to look at the waves and see like what exactly I'm doing and making sure it's steady because the bass needs to stay steady. It can't crackle yeah. as much as a guitar. Right, yeah. Yep. But I mean, the cool thing about about like what we did in the studio was like all the bass and guitar and stuff, it's all like natural sound, like no reamping, no like he didn't he's actually I I um uh, I don't think John is like his name's John Callow, the guy who's recording us. By the way, I don't think he's editing the guitars almost at all. Right. I think he's just le- like leveling them out because we we did spend a lot of time on like tone tones, but not just like oh here's a good tone, let's fly with it. It right. was literally lead by lead, rhythm by rhythm. John would stop and turn to us and be like, "So what tone for this part?" And you're talking like a three to ten second part, and we're right. like, "Well, you know, it's got to be hollow. It's got to be." Uh, 
um, eerie or eerie, whatever. Yeah. yeah, or like, or this this part's got to be rock and it's got to be beefy, et cetera, et cetera. And we would mess with it and use a you know, mix of our gear together and his gear and everything, and and it all came out super solid. Like even right, you know, sometimes you walk away from the studio and you're like, I can't wait to hear it. Like. Uh, be in its final stage because that's when it's going to be really sweet but we left that day being like man like this is pretty cool cool so far yeah yeah and then bass still took longer than (laughs) guitars as far as actual recording time probably yeah like per song yeah Yeah, there was a lot of time tonally spent on the guitars but recording time was way less on guitars now i'm gonna ask you guys one question and you got to be honest with me just one what is your favorite book of all time? Well, I'm illiterate, so... Don't worry, I'll ask about... I was going to ask, do you read? I will ask about your band in just a moment. I just want to know what your favorite book is. Honestly, one of my favorite books that I've read is The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. And I know that's super Christian, <laughs> but I like that book. I think it's really good. But, however... I don't read very much, so I don't have many to compare it to. And I'm not lying. That is an honest fact. I do not read hardly ever. Well, see, I'm not. See I'm not trying to be a copycat, but it's not the same book, but it is the same author. But my favorite book ever is The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis, yes. which literally changed my day-to-day, minute-to-minute life, and had, and I'll be different for the rest of my life. And you know what? Book. You know what? Those two C.S. Lewis books, if I could say it right are both on audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash killrock, you can pick up those two books, one of them, for free. And actually, I think if you do get The Great Divorce, it comes with The Abolition of Man. So you could get two books, one recording, for free. audibletrial.com slash killrock. You like how I did that, didn't you? Killrock is also brought to you by Red Strike. too quick to break and everything I love was lost everything I love for me. 
<laughs> now stylistically with this band i heard one song and give me uh, another okay do you mind do, <laughs> okay. do you guys mind if i give is it the working title harvey is that the working title of the song or is it the actual title yeah uh, <laughs> no 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 not actual okay so it's a working <laughs> we called it we, yeah. it started as being called heavy and then <laughs> we're just idiots so we started saying harvey instead of heavy because it was funny to that, us that must be because you're from detroit and have different accents Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Now this everyone is in Detroit's on- going to hate me. That's an ongoing thing between us about the accents because, I don't know, we don't have time for this. Are you explaining <laughs> it to John or are you explaining it to my audience? Because apparently I sound like Keanu Reeves and you sound like you're from I think Canada. he just called you John. I think he did. Did you just John call him Brandon. John? <laughs> Brandon, sorry. Who's John? Wow. Who the hell is John? I, I- I can go get them if you want. <laughs> I mean, anyways, it's fine. Stylistically, though, um, I heard the the new the song that you sent me today. Um, how are the rest of the songs sounding? I know uh, Brandon, not John, comes from a, a you know me without you under oath type background. Wasim, you come from a really pop punk. Or, uh, what was your favorite band? Uh, Streetlight Manifesto type background. Against me. Against me, that's your favorite band. I'm sorry, totally forgot. Uh, how is the I rest- forgive you, just don't do it again. Thrice is the greatest <laughs> band of all time, anyway. Um, so, what is the rest of the album sounding like? Honestly, it's strange. Like he was saying before, musically, it's very strange. Uh, really weird time signatures. There's a lot of things that are very melodic, but mm-hmm. then there are a lot of things that are very... I don't want to say heavy, but there are some heavy parts, and then there are some very odd indie sounding. I honestly don't even know how to put all in the same song. Um, the weird thing, the, <laughs> literally, the weird thing is, is like that's the heaviest song by like the song you sent me. Yeah, by a long shot. Okay. Um, but it does get heavier in other songs at parts. Okay. So like, but that one's just that's the only one that's like straight ahead, full time heavy. Full time the whole song. Um. Uh, honestly, it kind of progresses. Like, there's an intro track and an interlude, but as like full band songs go, it starts like the album starts off super heavy and then ends on the most graceful note that we possibly can conjure up out of ourselves. So. It's very interesting. Even our last song, like the last song on the record, starts off so big and full, and literally verse by verse digresses. To nothing. Like, like it's you, odd. You like normally, yeah. You start off listening to. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. You start off listening to Under Oath and end up listening to Copeland. Like I could, yeah, I, okay. It is the in one in in, and that song is only like two minutes or in something long. Yeah. So you're talking in a matter of like less than three minutes. You're going from Under Oath to Copeland, and it is strange. But personally, I think it came out pretty cool. Like we and the funny thing is, we didn't intend for that to happen. It was. Because with these songs, we sat in front of the computer and we would write these these demos out. And, of course, you know, they change so many times before they get to, like, okay, this is what we're happy with. And it was actually, like, I was showing them to a friend of mine and he was like, it's interesting how you guys are so, like, hard in the beginning of the song and you're so 
not at the end. And I was like, I never even noticed that until he said that, Wasim, you're laughing, and that's not funny because I didn't mean to make <laughs> What else do you think I'm making of a fool of besides, myself in my first. Okay, what else do you think of besides a penis? A penis? What else? A penis. That's what I'd say. You can um, cut. You can cut that part out. Maybe huh? I no. should have said heavy. We start off hard let, in let the me, beginning <laughs> and we're soft at the end. We were, <laughs> what? Let, let, let what? me rephrase that. Here we go. <clears throat> Take two. We're hard as a rock and the, just got flaccid. Sorry. <laughs> the end. The ending of the album is flaccid. No. It is. <laughs> no. In all seriousness, though. <laughs> Keep. I'm sorry. In all seriousness, we're ruining a. Brandon's In all seriousness, podcast I'm never coming back on a podcast. This podcast brought to you by Red Stripe. <laughs> Jamaican style lager. Anyways. Yaman. Yeah, Yaman. Yeah, Anyways. Yeah, it's just, it's strange. Because it does go from being really heavy in the beginning of the song and really melodic at the end of the song. Mm-hmm. And That's and it's just, it's just odd. It. Yeah. Now, so. with, the, but the, with the rest of the songs, uh, do you guys use your influences as a way to write these songs or do you guys come in with like a blank mind and say you know just i know you guys coming from a christian background just like god give me something well and no one's gonna see it? my no one's gonna see my animation except for <laughs> you guys uh the funny thing is is we do sit down and we um we don't ever try to be like anybody else and i don't think i, don't, I personally don't think the songs sound like anybody else but um a lot of times we will be like and this is and this is the cool part I think is like we'll be like this band does this like um, we should do something of this sort like have you ever heard this song there's this part you know and I think a lot of bands do stuff like this but we're ranging from like all like the I cannot stress enough like the farthest bands from each other so like like I said like we'll just use Copeland and Under Oath as like this example because that's like what we used before like. Who would ever write a song with both those influences in it? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're so far apart. But it's not just that, like, there's parts in the songs where I've been like, oh, dude, like, you need to listen to this band, uh, you know, 100th. Like, yeah. we need to, you know, they had this part that's just like this. But, or, like, or you know, let's not, like, not even, like, music. Like, uh, we've talked about merch ideas, website designs, like, our videos and stuff like that from all these, like, just influences from these bands that are so far from, like, can you elaborate? Because I'm just going oh, yeah. around in circles. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. Because like he said, we would sit here and we'd be like, dude, this band did this. We should do it. But the interesting thing is, is that a lo- most of the people that we've showed these to, actually, I think all of them that we showed these, that we have showed these uh, demos to or whatever they were, we're very aware of these bands that we use as influences, even though we didn't tell them what they were, and none of them ever said, like, oh, you remind me of mm-hmm. this band. Any of the bands that we got our influence from, you know what I mean? Right. So it's interesting in that regard. Um, we hear that we sound like acceptance. You know, uh, from the song that you guys sent me, uh, I mean, the beginning, it's very Under Oath, at least drum-wise. It reminds me a lot of Under Oath. But I, I couldn't think of another band, so I, I came up with Seosin, but I'm like, it's not even technical enough to be Seosin, but Acceptance, that might be the closest that I could get to. And your voice, that's... I'm guessing that's your voice uh, that's kind of screaming like the higher, Wasim, I'm pointing at you, uh, that's your voice that's uh, kind of like the higher pitch going into the chorus, right? Yep. That's correct. very That's very against me, at least old against me. Right, like that's what I'm saying is yeah. like, it all draws together into this into this big pot that we call Traveler. Right. And I think that's the coolest part about the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it is it is stupid to be a band and say we don't get our influences from anybody. Right. Like, or, or like to we're be a trying band to... and say that they don't get their influences from right. anybody. Like... Yeah, right. Like, it is impossible. Literally, I, I think I was asking Wasim this one time or some other people, I don't remember. And I was just like, where could music even go at this point? Like, we have heard the strangest of the strange and the most... The happiest of the happy, right. the darkest of the dark. So, like, for anybody to say, oh, this this band is totally original, you've never heard anything like it, is just not true. Not true. And, it, like, I think anybody, and depending on bands that people are plugged into, could find certain elements of different bands within the music, you know? So, I don't know. We, like, like, we try to get our influence, obviously, but we try not to copy, which right. is the hard part. Because no. you find yourself copying sometimes. No, it totally makes sense. Now, I know we were talking about earlier that you guys are going to go a different way of promoting, or at least as different as you guys can possibly 
go. But how, how do you guys see your music being accepted? Do you guys think that you guys could reach a type of mainstream audience? Or you guys, you know, does that even matter to you? For me personally, I don't know what was seeing things, but for me, a lot of the stuff that we're doing seems like stuff that used to be around, but kind of has faded away. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that these people that liked a lot of these bands that that like we grew up on are going to get back on that bandwagon and kind of like be all about it. You know what right. I mean? Because a lot of those bands like are no more, you know, right. like Under Oath or, or whoever you're talking about, like a right. lot of them have just stopped making music. You know, so I feel like when we when we kind of pull influence from them, my, I hope that there are people out there who miss that style of music and are interested in in a new band that that kind of, you know, takes on some of those styles. But honestly, I have no idea what to expect. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe Wasim has other thoughts. I, I think that uh, we're going to be like very we're going to have a very specific target market. Right as far as the music but i do think once people see like our passion and like what we're about and uh i don't know once they get to know us you know a little bit more beyond our music i think that that like we'll have a much bigger uh what would you say target market i guess i don't know like i don't know the terminology for it but like um what i mean is like if a random kid picked up our cd I think, you know, he might have a harder time getting into us, like, being his favorite band than if, like, he saw us live. Right. It's it kind, of, kind of like the Chariot. I mean, you could listen to a Chariot album and be like, well, what is this? It's just atonal and it doesn't really make sense to me. But you see them live and you finally get where their passion's coming from. Then you could really appreciate the albums. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how a lot of bands are nowadays yeah. because everybody does have good recordings and you can buy good songs. You just right. get a good producer. So uh, that's part of the struggle, I guess. But um, I do think we'll be a band's band, too. Like anybody who knows and appreciates music and can understand what it takes to write a song, I think they'll like us. Um, not that like people who listen to like the radio are not as important to us. But I don't think anybody who listens to the radio or like, you know, Drake or Kesha or something will love our band. But do you think like fans of like bands like like the kids, the teeny boppers, something that Brandon said before and me and you, we've talked about this uh, quite a bit. Do you guys think that you could be like the new generation of under oaths or taking back Sundays or census fails, even if you're not necessarily those styles? Do you think that that genre can rebuild itself and be as big as it was in the early 2000s i mean we're sure as hell gonna try i mean the <laughs> thing the, the thing that i can say about that is like um and we've we, me and brandon have talked brandon and i me and brandon we've talked about this Us. you know very very uh um like we've especially talked about not having any particular sound or genre. So when you do hear these other two songs, I think you're going to be surprised about it. And when you guys hear the next record, which we have, which we're, we actually we're going to start working on it tonight after this interview. Awesome. Like, um, it's not. I don't think it's going to be anything like these three songs. Like, it, you're going to have that traveler vibe to it. You're definitely going to know that. Like, we wrote the songs if you heard the first album. But I don't know. I wish I wish we could have sent you the other two songs. Like maybe I could send you the demos to them, but um, yes, it's also different. And there is no there is no direction like as far as what we have to be. We don't, you know. Yeah, something that I was telling was seem like when we kind of finished up these demos, I said, "Dude, we've literally written like a a three song, you know, technically three song EP that could take this band in any direction. Like we could release a really soft melodic album." Or we could release something really heavy, and it wouldn't be weird. You know right. what I mean? Like, nobody would be like, how did this come from that last album? And I think that's cool because I think it it sets us up for so many options uh, where, you know, like, where everyone knows, like, if a band keeps writing the same record over and over, right. people lose interest or they're just like, there's no point in me listening to this because it sounds just like the last record. You know, and that's something that I think... We didn't necessarily plan from the beginning, but it just worked out that way to where I think we're setting ourselves up well for leaving our options open. And that doesn't mean necessarily we're going to, you know, produce 
the best thing in the world, but it means that the option is there for us to kind of go either way, you know? It's good that you guys gave yourselves options to be able to do that because you don't want to be like, and I, you know, SD's Burn, one of my favorite bands also, but they went from Sun I Loved You at Your Darkest to Come Now Sleep, which that's a drastic change. Yeah, and, Under Oath started off as like straight, like metal, borderline grindcore, yeah. like. And then their only you know, chase like, of safety came out, and it's like taking back Sunday, kiss <laughs> Jimmy Eat World, and scream. <laughs> and the baby well, screamed out the womb. <laughs> That's another thing that we like talked about too is like we really want to skip the first couple of years of being in a band and okay. that might sound weird but like that was more aimed towards promotion like like I said we don't want to do the grassroots passing out flyers being like hey do you like our band instead we kind of want to make like really good videos with like really high quality that that tells like our message of why start with why and go right. to how and go to what so that more people will be on board quicker but to bridge that gap to like the music and stuff we are trying to like like a lot of bands start off and sound nothing like they are in like six years or something like that but that's just because the band matures and in the same way we're gonna do the same thing right so like uh in the same way that we're trying to like skip the first two years of of the promotion of the band we want to skip the first two years of maturing as a band so like we did uh, like I said, um, or like we said, these demos that took so long to record and we put so much effort into them. They changed so much. I mean, we started writing in October, November, and we recorded these songs in January. Uh, and there's only three full band songs. So right. we worked diligently on these songs because we don't we want to cut that pu- puberty of being in a band out of the picture where we put out a crappy album and then we learn each other's styles a little bit more. We learn how to write with each other a little bit more. We're skipping all that. You know what I'm saying? And I hope it comes through on the album like we think it is right. because there's obviously going to be some things on this album or or that people notice next album that we're not on this album um, stylistically that are that may be more mature or that click a little bit better because we would have been better friends and have already written a previous EP before. So all that to say, like, to skip these two or three years, like, was the goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's almost like this, we want, like, it sounds weird, but we almost want to trick people into thinking that we're further along than we are. So, like... <laughs> If we can put the production forward as far as like videos and website design and merch and just performance on stage and, you know, the the technicality of our music, people may kind of, you know, they may kind of take the bait and be like, oh, this band is somebody, you know what I mean? Right. Like rather than just, oh, it's another local band that we've never heard of and we don't really care about, you know? Yeah. And another thing like to add on to that which uh, I know like we were going to try to like steer away from the past or whatever, but my old band, right? Good Look Varsity. Um, well, I, I don't want to say like that we, uh, we didn't work diligently in that band, but there were a lot of things that were put out to be put out right. or that were put out because we were running out of time or because whatever, blah, 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 where um, in this band we specifically said like, if we are not in love with what we're putting out, we're not putting it out. And that's anything. Merch, video, uh, music, uh, <laughs> and name it. Like any, any part of the band. Like, And that's, my, that's one of my personal favorite things about this band is that if there's a video that we don't like, we're, we're scrapping it and doing right. it again. Even though we put two days worth of effort into filming the thing or whatever. And, and it all speaks for itself when it is released because the work is shown in the video right so or in the in the music the you know the four or five months for three songs will show in this record right. whether people like us or not i hope that they can appreciate the effort that we put into it so uh that's a huge thing for us um as far as everything that we touch we want to be for lack of a better term fire right now are there <laughs> now are there touring plans are there touring plans right now, or are you guys going to be straight-up internet banned until... I wish we could show you this map we have over here. We started uh, mapping out tour options. There you go. Gonna come <laughs> Last to, week. Coming to California. <laughs> yeah, we kind of... Uh, we sat down. Um, there was a lot of talking before we even played in a note on the instruments like that we, uh, that we play in the band, but um, we sat down and talked about 
literally the next year and a half, and we pretty much have it mapped out. Um, and tour is part of the plan. Um, I'd hate to say like what we're planning on and not like no. actually do it. Yeah, you don't have but, to tell us. But um, yeah, we have we ha- we're planning on touring twice this be- before the end of the year. Okay. Um, we have a whole plan, and I think we accidentally already le- leaked that like we're going to release another album really right. soon. Um, even though this other one hasn't released yet. Um, but they're going to be back-to-back releases within a few months of each other. Um, and then after that, the the plan is pretty much shows and exposure through shows. Are they all, so, are the, is the next one going to be a few songs as well? Or are you guys going to write more or have more on it? Yeah, we kind of had this idea just based on the way that some of our songs developed that we the the intent is almost to make it a full length but split up. Okay. So so if you listen to it front to back in iTunes or on your iPod or MP3 player, right? Your standard it would sound, MP3 player. Your standard MP3 player. It would sound like one full album. You right. know what I mean? So so that's kind of the idea. We don't know how that's going to play out yet. We like he said. We literally tonight we planned on starting some of the writing process. We we have a little bit of pieces here and there, but. We want to kind of shape it tonight, at least start it. So now, okay, my question: uh, When are you guys gonna need some guest vocals? I mean, I've been free for the last two years. <laughs> I just met you. We're not quite to that <laughs> point yet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and my good friend Wasim is quiet, so that means no. No, I'm just trying to think. Um, we want to do guest vocals on our albums. You want to do your we own just... guest vocals? No, yeah, we want to do our own guest, <laughs> guest vocals. vocals with same back to you with <laughs> guest vocals, Brandon. Back to you. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I like interviewing. Should we plug? Good. Should we plug our website? Plug your website. Uh, should we plug our website? Uh, there's going to be a website. I don't know. We're not. I don't know. Like we don't. Here's the thing. Like, I don't know if you want to put this in the interview or not, but we don't know like when or what to do things. Like we have it, we have it mapped out so that we're like this month, sometime we have to do this. <laughs> so like the idea is to release full website, full merch, full audio of the album for free and everything, blah 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 blah, all on the same day. So like the release of the CD will actually be the release of the band technically. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. And I think that's a great way of doing it because a lot of bands, it's like, I'm going to put out a song and then you're going to have to wait like a few months to be able to get t-shirts or, uh, my buddy Cam in hotel books, he's releasing his album on April 7th, but his record label isn't releasing the vinyl until like a month later. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. Well, we want to release everything at the same time. And, uh, we haven't mentioned that we're releasing an album yet. Like, no, Technically, okay. the the introduction video is just an introduction video. But since we're on the Kill Rock podcast, and me and Keith are so close, the projected <laughs> the projected date is March twenty seventh. March so March twenty March twenty seventh is the projected date for uh, the um for everything for everything for yeah. everything. So if this is released after March twenty seventh. Or even before, if you're interested in the video that we released before, you can check out trvlrmusic.com, and that'll have that'll have the right now. It just has the video up there that, that the first introduction video that we released. Um, but if all goes as planned with the projected release date, then on the 27th we should be full blown, and people should be able to see everything and check everything out. So, and for everyone who wasn't in the pre-interview when we were just joking around, <laughs> it was supposed to release on the 20th, but we've had some issues with the uh the coming along of yes. the production of the album. Yes. So, that's why the release date's up in the air and that's why we don't have anything. But um yeah, when we release the CD, we're going to release it for free on the internet and we're going to give uh well, we haven't really talked about, it, but we've, we're going to give a portion of it or at least most of it, if not all of it, which I think all of it. I think all of it. I don't it. know. Like we haven't really like. We're honestly scrambled. Yeah. There's so much we've been trying to get done. <laughs> like oh yeah, like I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so we're, we we want to give it to um, I don't know. You know more about it than I do. Okay, let me let me plug this part. So, our idea is to give the the album away for free. Okay, to whoever wants to download it for free. However, they will have options to donate to what we're doing, um, if they want to, but. In this case, for this first release, all of the proceeds we want to go to a homeless shelter that our church partners with. 
Um, and so we don't know all the details of that yet. Okay. But that is that is the idea. So if it, you know if if that comes to fruition and it actually works out, you know all those details will be on our website as well. Um, saying if you whatever you donate is going to probably go to this. Not probably, I should say, is going to this. Well, is going if, to probably this because we don't know exactly sure. if the church. Yeah. yeah. Right. We don't, we don't know the details yet, but that's that's our hope. We want to you know kind of let this be a. Look, we like here's our first release. We put a lot of our own time and money and effort into this, but we're going to give it to other people. You yeah. know what I mean? We want people to know that we're genuine, and I think this is the best way to do it. We care about like the uh, the church um, and and their mission, like that we're well the, the church that we're trying to donate to. Right. Their mission to like feed you know people in Detroit, homeless people in Detroit. They do it like two or three times a week. Um, I know, Brandon, you've been there a few times. Like, yeah. you've served with them a few times. Um, and we hope through doing this that we actually, A, help out the church, you know, financially, but B, also let people know that we're serious about this and our attitudes and our our character in the band, no matter how, like, cliche or cheesy we sound, we're genuine. Right. And we do want to help, and the point of the band is not just popularity or cool music. We just hope that's a byproduct of the actual goal, um, which is to help people out. And, you know, in the video, in the introduction video, we say, like, we believe, like, the gifts that you have are, like, uh, they're worth more than you think. Yeah, they're, like, worth more than you think they are. And it's what you do with your gifts. So, like, that's, like, the whole point of this band. That's awesome. Guys, any last things you want to say before we snip, snap, belly clap, something? TRVLRmusic.com. Thanks for having us, Keith. Honestly, Dude, thanks it's awesome. for having us. Love talking to you. Dude, we got to do this more often when the album comes out, and uh, I, I got to play it. I got to play it. I got to play it like every week. I do hope that, I hope you and Brandon are good friends. You oh, guys don't Dude, hate I feel like we're good friends. I think we're good friends. I mean, th- right. you know what, Wasim? I'll tell you one thing. This band, just one thing. This band uh, is probably the one band that you've been in that has a, a ton of facial hair. So congratulations, <laughs> congratulations on that. Honestly, I think he grew it out because he felt like he had to. I was like, I didn't mean to pressure you, Wasim. Like it's like Traveler, more like Four Years Strong. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> His looks good though. His is full and Duck Dynasty as mine is just like pubes, like taped to my face. So good grief! Dude, thank you guys, Traveler, for joining. <laughs> thank you, Traveler, for joining us. Thank you, everyone at the Kill Rock Podcast, for joining us on this special edition. You could pick up Traveler's EP. You know what? Actually, guys, is there a title for the EP, or is it just the Traveler the pro- EP? <laughs> the projected title is Traveler, <laughs> Volume One. Traveler Volume One. It's gonna be out. Volume One. Volume One because oh, I don't val- know M's. Volume. What is happening? Traveler Volume One, uh, March twenty seventh, and Wasim. Before I cut this out, can I get the title for the Good Luck Varsity album? I no, because I don't know it. I don't know it. Guys, thank you for joining us here at the Kill Rock Podcast with Traveler. Traveler Volume 1 will be out, hopefully, March 27th. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you on Monday. Will she ever